Hey everyone, welcome to Dishes and Doctrine, the audio blog. I'm Rachel, your host, and like usual, this is the place where motherhood and theology collide. This is episode 33, and it also happens to be our last episode of 2016. Can you believe that the year has flown by so quickly? And I know that some of you listen to this every week, but this might be your first time listening as well. And this is an audio version of the blog that is over at dishesanddoctrine.com. So hopefully it helps you multitask a little bit as you're baking cookies or driving to grandma's house during this time of year. You know, my request wasn't new. As he's gotten older, I often instruct my son to hold the door open for strangers as we're out and about. And he dutifully props the door open until the last person has passed. This time was a little bit different. One of the shoppers was an elderly woman who accompanied her adult daughter. And as they got close to the door, I heard her say, Oh, look at this nice young man holding open the door for us. She fumbled through some of the items in her hand, wrestling through receipts and coins until she located a $1 bill, which she then handed to my son with words of gratitude. Now, I was a little surprised at this woman's act of kindness, but I understood her desire to reward my son for his good behavior. It never occurred to me that my son wouldn't understand her gift. Mom, why did that lady give me a dollar? He said as he caught up to the rest of the family. He was bewildered that she would pay him for such a simple task. And I explained that she was thankful for his help and she wanted to show her appreciation before she left the store. The interaction was soon forgotten and the money was spent on a box of nerds to share with his brother and sister in the car on the way home. That was last week, and I have yet to stop thinking about it. The argument could be made that my son was deserving of the woman's gift. He did something nice for her, so she did something nice in return. And wouldn't you say that many of our daily interactions follow a similar pattern? In fact, I think we keep a mental tally of the good and bad in order to balance it out with our responses. For instance... Since she made a meal for me when I was sick, I need to make one for her when her baby arrives. Or, I can't ask her to watch my kids because I might not be able to babysit hers in return. Or, she was totally stuck up when I saw her at church yesterday, so, you know, I just won't try to talk to her anymore. We live our lives by the tit-for-tat rule. Kindness for kindness, rudeness for rudeness, good for good, bad for bad. When we as followers of Jesus act this way, we're forgetting that this cycle is in complete contrast to the gift that we were offered 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem and then later at the cross of Calvary. Romans 5.8 stops me in my tracks every time I read it. But God shows his love for us. And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I wasn't holding the door politely when Christ sacrificed his innocent life for me. I was his enemy. I hated good and desired evil. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us 
so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Kindness for hatred. Sacrifice for selfishness. Good for bad. As I was writing out my thoughts this afternoon, I I was sitting there in tears as I was overwhelmed at his merciful gift to me, an unworthy sinner. And although I'm tempted to try, any repayment for this salvation is absolutely impossible. My good works are simply a small token of gratitude to the God of the universe who stooped down to rescue me. He held the door for me and gave me the reward he earned. This, my friends, is incredibly good news. And as we finish out the Advent season, I pray that our hearts would understand once again the richness of the gospel of Jesus. His coming offers a peace, hope, and a wonder that will last well beyond Christmas. Thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. Well, thank you for listening this year. I I so am just overwhelmed and grateful for those of you who listen each week. And my wish and prayer for you this season is that you will be overcome with the beauty of the eternal one who became man for you. I pray that you'll realize his eternal love and his eternal power over the circumstances of this broken world. And I pray that that will bring you a peace that passes human understanding. Now, you won't see any podcasts for the next few weeks. I'll be taking them off to reflect on our Savior and rest with my family. And I look forward to seeing you in 2017. Until then, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.